Hey everybody, this is Drew. And it's Blake. And you're listening to the Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Controllers podcast. Everybody, welcome to episode seventy. Uh, if you're keeping up with everything, you know what time it is. Uh, we have a uh, a special guest joining us today. A uh, unknowingly the face of the podcast, I guess. He has done all the artwork that we've had up to date, for uh, both, including for both podcasts. Exactly, both podcasts. Uh, please welcome uh, Miladin Markievicz. Uh, aka devious pixel to the podcast hello guys i'm not it's good to be here great um uh, a really weird experience for me since this is like the first podcast i ever did in my life <laughs> so i mean hopefully it's gonna be interesting you know? uh, that's perfectly fine we're, we're just glad we could make this happen with the the time difference and all that fun stuff it's always weird scheduling the time i think you're seven hours a seven hour difference than us so it's Something like that six or seven six yeah. or seven so it's the morning time for us and you're yeah we just woke up yeah you're, you're, yeah, you're it's like really today. well into afternoon here <laughs> that's very cool uh do you mind uh telling us where, where you are exactly in the world um in bosnia and bosnia. for for older people in the u.s who don't know it it's former yugoslavia and it got like splintered into several different countries, and in one of those one of those countries is Bosnia Herzegovina, which is where I am in the Balkans. It's like near Serbia, Croatia, and those 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 usually are more famous neighbors. Mm. So I've definitely yeah, heard of Bosnia, in the middle we, of Europe. Not very. We we knew some. We've actually known people here that are from Bosnia before. Wouldn't Eugene and his sister? I think so. Bosnia? We had some we had some people we went to high school with here that are from Bosnia. So I guess people get around the world. Yeah, yeah. very neat. Yeah, the world's really small. <laughs> it seems surprising like sometimes. Like. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, so I just gonna guess. Like, so. oh yeah, I know, I know Botswana. Yeah, I, we we know people from Botswana. Yeah, is that where you are? And thank God, people <laughs> are like, oh no, Bosnia. Okay, you you can differentiate the two. I I've, I've had a lot of those experiences <laughs> where people are like, where the hell is that? <laughs> there's just so many tiny little countries all over the world though especially when they when they splinter off from each other like you just never know with, with all that stuff yeah like the, the united states is, the united states is kind of boring over here to, to at least at least it seems boring to us i'm sure everything seems boring for you on your side of the world but oh of course <laughs> wherever you live your whole life especially and since nowhere is perfect you're never going to be fully satisfied with where you're at and you're like Oh, across the pond is much better. I want to go somewhere else, but like that—that's the case anyway. Really, maybe that's not right. like in Sweden or Norway. I think they have it. Like I think perfect. they're pretty happy. They're pretty, yeah. yeah, they're pretty happy. <laughs> Shoot, they're like shutting down prison systems because, like, our crime is at an all-time low. We just turn when, these when prisons the, into I, hotels. Exactly. <laughs> when when people were like, I always say this to people when they're like inventing, quote unquote, inventing the 
concept of a country. <laughs> Norway, Sweden, and those countries up there are the only ones that actually made it. Like they, they, they are the only ones that are actual countries. They like made it. The other countries are just, you know, on their way there. <laughs> we're still practicing. Yeah, we're, we're still practice still practice. practicing. <laughs> yeah, not very good at this. No. <laughs> All, right. All right. So you got you got a couple of things. Hey, I got a couple of things to couple of questions. The we'll conversation kind of along for dive into. I'm trying to figure out which one will be a good jumping off point. Anyway, here's the first two parter, I guess. Where did the name Devious Pixel come from? Oh boy, um, <laughs> many many of uh, artists listeners of your podcast will probably relate to this, but it was like from back in the day from DeviantArt. Oh, um, mm. like really early early on when i was we just got internet and stuff we just like i started even though i'm like considered a millennial or even like boarding with gen z like born in sort of like in the in between from 98 99 to 2000s i still had like an analog childhood i remember perfectly when we got like the internet and everything like mm -hmm. that and i did art as long as i can remember like drawing little drawings and then when the internet came around the computers of course it was like a natural transition to to digital art and doing stuff like in gimp and in like ms paint and stuff like that and i found out about deviant art deviant i was like deviant art and like pixels i did a lot of pixel art as a kid as well a lot of like pokemon sprites like spice splicing pokemon sprites and stuff like there that you go. Yeah, i was big big into that so I was like, okay, I'm making a DeviantArt account. I love pixel art. Let's go like Deviant Pixel. I think that was like taken. So like a DVS Pixel that was taken. <laughs> I think with like an underscore, but then I put a dot or I forget which one it is. And I'm like, okay, DVS Pixel, that's gonna stick. And that was like my. It, and it was even like a lowercase x, uh, uppercase x, devious pixel, uppercase x, lowercase x. Yeah, One like of those everyone's movies. got those. Yeah, the old search for the username kind of trying to yeah. figure it out. <laughs> yeah. wow. And afterwards, I guess, I don't know, I later, later on, after like quite a few years, I made um, an Instagram account for my art. And the name just stuck around, I guess. Mm -hmm. And that's the, ever since then I've been using it like devious pixel for anything. Wow. Hey, nothing That's wrong awesome. with that. How how did you and how did you find him, boy? I literally went, yeah. Uh, I went on Reddit and I was literally just like art commissions, hmm. and I was just scrolling through and there and well, because your art stood out because everything right. I was going through was all these. It was just like anime. Oh, anime! Because I was like, oh, let me turn your character into an anime. Let me. I was like, I don't want anime. That's kind of weak sauce and common. So I was just scrolling through and. I found some, a bunch, not a bunch. I found a few. I got it narrowed down to about like four or five, but some of them were just. Uh, you try not to insult the other artists. No, no, yeah, because art is art, but it was too, too much almost. It was like hyper detail. Oh, too, too busy. Yeah. I was like, I don't need like to know that. I don't need you to see the veins in my face. So I was like, let me, that's not that one too much. As a podcast art, ain't got to be too super detailed. And yeah. I just found one that felt like it fit our personality and seemed fun. Yeah. Really cool. Frankly, and then for the listeners, this is also our first time talking about like how we how they found oh, yeah. my art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, never, we never really. We were always like, okay, we need a commission. Let's do a commission. We never really had had like a conversation <laughs> with each other. Yeah, yeah it's my first time talking to uh talking to you. Period. It's always been Blake doing the. uh I think it's just oh, Instagram, yeah, right? Yeah, really, yeah, like just that. Instagram yeah. texting. 
Are we trying not to make it confusing because we don't want two people back then, you know, messaging two different messages or get confused with multiple yeah. messages. We just like, Blake, you just contact Devious and you take care of the thing and then I'll, I'll do all the other podcast work. <laughs> and I've sent one or two other people your way too. I think our cousin has artwork that you did for him as well for his really? uh, YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, do you know the channel? Do you know the... the uh, like, I don't know if he uses that. I don't know if he changed his channel because he's about to launch a new channel. He did a... Uh, it was like a... Uh, I don't know if I got the picture to show you on camera. I can show you the picture of what he did, but I don't know if I kept it or not. Oh no! I'm trying to think, he's like I'm a talking about while we're... <laughs> he's a. Uh, if it helps, I'll try to describe. He's like a taller gentleman with red hair, and he's like screaming at the sky. And one of his go. hands, he has the tattoo. He did. Of the he did this one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I remember. I yeah, remember. That, yeah, that, that was our cousin. Oh, that was such a long time ago. <laughs> it, it is, man. <laughs> like time, time, time flies, man. And we only, we only do like a. I got like a notification on Facebook one time that like when I did like the very first post for a podcast, it was like, you did this post two years ago. And I was like, yeah, Oh Jesus. And we're, we're into like three years now. Maybe. I don't know. Like we're 70 episodes and we got, we do like two a month. So at the time just, well, now we flies do by. We're doing like one a month. Cause we didn't know the scheduling yeah, consequences and stuff like so, that. So yeah. So we did him. With you guys, with you guys, it's even like you got numbers on your podcast. Like you can see, oh, we're already in the seventieth one. Yeah. I don't, I don't have like my my art number. I can't go like back. Oh, this is my art piece number one hundred seventy five. Whatever. Oh, yeah. So it's like <laughs> for be me, crazy when I realize when I see when I see old art, I'm yeah. like, because you dear Lord, you draw like you draw like a, a good part of your day, don't you? So like numbering your art would be insane. I would think. Oh yeah, you're... I have like a folder i mean I, I this was like so heartbreaking because i had a folder with art from like elementary school on my computer that wow. i transferred and then my computer broke it crashed no. i lost all of the stuff on my hard drive all of wow. it including that, that the oldest folder with the oldest art i had i had like so much art and then the, after that all of my art is like sort of the the modern part of my art that wasn't like you know since the since i got a, a, like a bit better but i would kill to find S that to see the old stuff yeah yeah because I, just have some it, just... Of it I posted back in the day on facebook because it was like looking bad back, back at it now i deleted it all it was so bad so cringy but most of it i never even posted anywhere i just drew for myself and i, I can never find it again so yeah. nowadays i have a, a dedicated usb drive just for mm -hmm. my art backups and like i number them by year when i did it i, I oh, every like cool. few months or so i i update it so i don't lose it it's like so precious now yeah do you have any uh like a like a, a cloud surface to save it in the cloud you, th you think the cloud I would mean, be a good place i use google photos for most of my stuff but i don't usually upload all of that mm -hmm. but still even if google photos crashes i, I lose like most of my photos from my life but hopefully it's, it's never gonna suddenly die and i still have quite a few yeah. gigabytes of storage but the art stuff it's safe on the drive. It's it's yeah. it's it's got its little dedicated drive that you don't use for anything else. Don't risk corruption. So mm -hmm. it's it's safe there on the laptop and on the USB drive. So yeah. hopefully I don't lose it again. God, hopefully not. That's there. a lot of stuff. Like you, you, so you lost like everything, like everything from your childhood. Like, like probably since since I started drawing like digitally to like up until high school. 
that's like maybe good five or six years of just random art just down the drain down the wow. drain that's wild that's that's that's, that's, super that's hurtful sad. actually it's that it hurts me and I, i'm not even yeah and an it's artist, like that's... deviant art was so long ago it's like oh the ancient deviant art when i got my first using this art was before deviant art wow that, that never got posted like I, I still have most of my stuff like on deviant art there i still mm -hmm. have the account and it's like the pokemon fan art or whatever but this stuff that i lost is way before deviant art even hmm that's actually i'm sad i'm sorry that's, that's I, yeah it's been a while but yeah I'm always <laughs> still hurts remember. a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah it does <laughs> um let's see here all right so here's a kind of a two-parter i guess what because you mentioned you, you did digital art and pen and paper what is your favorite medium do you prefer pen and paper do you like digital like what's your preferred mm. method you, before like a long time ago since i i mean i don't consider myself a, a good artist now but before when i was even worse than now um it's like oh i love paper art because it's so much easier you know it's like physically hands-on or whatever but then i was like oh digital art is so amazing you can do all this editing and whatnot nowadays it's like for different purposes really i still have many sketchbooks that i still use just pencil and then paper and no even no color or nothing and it's it's better for sketching out stuff, sketching ideas, practicing anatomy and stuff like that. I never use color on paper. I should learn someday how to use, you know, colors and markers and whatnot. But it's still like it's so much like it's so easier using doing that digitally. I, I just I don't know. I can't be bothered to start like investing time into learning like paper and then <laughs> colored pencils. But when I want something rendered. I uh, want to want like graphic design done or stuff like that. Then digitally is of course uh, much much better. But I also like uh, dabble in, in like clay figures, doing stuff like that, doing like little paper crafts or whatnot. I, I dip my fingers and toes in in every sort of like art thing uh, wherever I can because I've, I've been doing that since like uh, picked up a pen and paper and um, since I started doing art, so I can remember so. I guess I, I like creating stuff, so it's it doesn't matter if it's like clay figurines, if it's if it's little terrariums in, in jars or whatever. I love doing stuff, but my preferred is usually pen and paper for anatomy practices, for sketching. When I'm traveling, it's much easier to carry a schedule than a laptop, and for my professional work, for um, for when I want it colored and wanted colored well and when i wanted drawn perfectly where i can edit every single detail and press the undo button when i need i use digitally of course you know digital um, programs <laughs> and uh, here's the second part of that question mm -hmm. what's your preferred subject to draw do you prefer like animals inanimate objects humanoid lovecraftian horrors oh easily creatures easily i've been I've learned drawing through like Ben 10. <laughs> like, oh, ben 10. The original Ben drawing, 10 was. Yes, um, yes. Drawing like Ben 10 aliens and stuff like that. And I really got a knack for, for doing like little creature guys and like superheroes and whatnot. And then later on, I played Mega Man a lot. Mega Man like X4 was my favorite. And I drew like so many like little, little mechs and robots and enemies. The spider enemy was my favorite. It was uh, so that's like my my beginnings, like like drawing little cartoon animals and creatures and characters. And then later on in high school, I really got like 
I realized I can't draw a man. I can't draw humans at all. Like, <laughs> like no, and I'm like, oh, I'm so bad at drawing people, blah, blah. And then I realized I'm bad at drawing people because I never draw people. And then I started actively practicing, actually drawing people all the time. And now I love drawing like human characters, but still creatures and animals and like animal biology. I, I, I love biology. Like aside from art, I love, love, love biology and like evolutionary sciences and just animals in general so that goes well with my you know skillful drawing of animals so that is better than drawing humans but yeah creatures for sure but i'm still working on on improving my uh, employable skills <laughs> you know drawing <laughs> yeah. more stuff you know branching out so i have more options and still you know be the best version of yourself that you can i guess yeah no, we we've only fed you humanoids. I guess we we didn't give you anything. We don't get anything truly challenging. With Jared, he, I had him draw a dinosaur. Like I, I guess we had we had the one with <laughs> yeah, the dinosaur the raptor, in it. The raptor, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty. So that's probably the, mo the more uh, unique one we've done, probably. Yeah, I, I wanted to say like when you mentioned when you showed me that art for for your cousin. Um, looking back at the like the earlier thumbnails, I cringe so hard because they're so bad. The the proportions are out of whack. The, oh, the, the so that 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 picture is that picture is bad to you. It's <laughs> awful. Oh really? I think that's, <laughs> I think that's so that's funny. The artist thing where everything they did in the past is bad. <laughs> oh yeah, if you're ne never happy with the past. Like it's so bad now, and like it's it's an interesting thing when you're drawing for like clients for customers mm -hmm. because like as you improve you also change your style a bit like it's mm -hmm. objectively better but it's still different and like if you just start drawing like and especially if you have long-term clients they like for you guys like two years ago maybe you got me for like you saw my art back then you're like okay we need this and then two years forward if I change my art style, like it starts changing. It's not what you wanted in the first place, you know, so like <laughs> I'm in between, like, should I keep doing what I did now and keep this style, even though I hate looking at it or should I like do what I do now then risk them saying, Oh, this isn't, you know, this is too different to compare oh. to what we had so far. So it's like a little artist dilemma. It's yeah. Really, yeah. I never, I never thought about that before. That's crazy. We keep, yeah. we keep you stuck in the past, I guess. That's oh. not good for you. We're sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I do, I, I draw all the time, like around, but it's like, you know, should I, should I just draw what I, how I do now and risk, you know, redrawing it all again? Or should I stick to that stuff? You know, it's, it's, it's you draw whatever you feel like. <laughs> I just, I tell you what, what we, what we like and you just, you go yeah, for it. And I mean, after all, you always, the customer can always say, oh, you can change this, change that. It's not like, set in stone we're not sending it by mail by pigeon you know it's like you just <laughs> tell me to change yeah. something it's, it can be done easily that reminds me back back when we uh we we first originally did our first art we were missing a uh a letter in part of our name it was so funny we didn't re we didn't realize for the longest time we had used the art that had uh <laughs> like controllers was missed the controllers part was missing an l we used it for a long time and then some i forget somebody said something to us i forget who it was like somebody this is years ago now and they're like you know you're like your thing is like spelled wrong right and we're like oh we have no idea <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> oh no we, we we didn't realize either we didn't even think about it because we were so happy with the art and whatever and spelling just comes second we didn't we even think about it. everything else was right and perfect and we were just like oh man we gotta so he like it was just you know, two years ago now, he emailed you and we just kind of threw an extra 
edited the thing to throw an extra letter in there. It was funny. <laughs> we got a laugh out of it. Yeah, we still have that those ones. I remember. Yeah, I remember like uh, when I played League of Legends a lot, like even early on, there's this character Thresh, and it's spelled like not like a, the tool Thresh, but like T H R E A S H, like mm-hmm. Thresh. But I never really, I guess, paid attention to it, like to, to see it written down or whatever. I just liked the character a lot, and I did like fan art of it on DeviantArt. And I like did all this like me presentation where it's like uh, the drawing of Thresh in the background. It's like says Thresh in the in the foreground, but it said T R E S H instead of Thresh. It said Thresh. I realized that maybe like two and a half years later that it's misspelled <laughs> this entire time. Wow! And I had nope. no clue. There's an H there. <laughs> it's hilarious. It happens. it happens though. I mean. That's why so that's why people have to get like editors and stuff like hey there's a yeah, exactly. here. there's a so I'll say uh because we have a couple of uh we have a couple of uh this is this be funny some of our listeners won't know this I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say it now since we're on the subject but we've made some shirts and stuff and a couple of like shirts with the with our podcast art on it okay so I I have both versions of the art I have the art <laughs> I have the art with the misspelling and I have the art with the correct spelling oh, when so I'm the when I made and the legacy version yeah well by accident when I made the original shirts I made it with the wrong art so <laughs> there's a couple of folks out there you bought your shirts it's like I don't know a dozen or so people or so before I caught it. You have a they you have a shirt that has the incorrect spelling, so that I, I would keep that as a collector's item. Your shirt has the incorrect spelling. I've went back and fixed it now on the website, but like originally, yeah, you have a shirt with the incorrect spelling. So take a look at your shirts. Yeah, people. Legacy items, legacy exactly. Items. <laughs> so funny. You got something else, boy? Yes. Let's see here. Ba, ba, ba. Right, so you mentioned. Uh, you actually didn't mention this. Uh, I should ask. Um. <laughs> <laughs> sorry um so did you go to school for art or are you self-taught i didn't i wanted to go like i, I finished medical high school mm-hmm. believe it or not and i'm not i'm no i'm an english major instead of being a doctor or whatever <laughs> so it, there is a grab bag of education um but back in elementary i wanted to like go study graphic design but back then, the the only like graphic design high school that was like nearest to me was like three cities away. Oh. And like my parents didn't really want me to like back then, like first year of high school to travel all that much or to like live by my own. So mm-hmm. they're like, oh, well, the, the, you could do that or you could go study, you know, in, in a medical high and like you're going to have a job as soon as you finish it. You don't even need a university or college. You can go work as a nurse or whatever. It's just like a done deal. And in Bosnia as well, like you know, the rest of the Balkans, like being a doctor is like that stereotype of, of like for immigrant parents that come to the u.s and like be a doctor be a lawyer whatever everyone's here like that everyone is like <laughs> you you should you're either a lawyer or a doctor or a failure there's no in between oh wow so they're like oh, i'll go to medical school blah blah so i had to go there i finished one year of med in my town there they open a graphic design high school Oh, there you I, go. Like, after a year of med and i couldn't transfer you know it was like too late i the high school was like oh you you need to work hard to get into you know medical high school it's like so so hard to get there and imagine like you you get in and they're like oh but i want to leave now even <laughs> though i like i got in barely so it was like hell but i don't regret it 
since like seeing like friends and like artists online as well that did like do professional graphic design there, there's a special i mean i'm not to toot my own horn but there's a special charm in in like self-taught art that mm -hmm. that you don't get from like professional art professional art is like really by the books and even if you go and like stray from it and do your own thing there's still that like you can feel the constraints in it while self-taught artists are like there are no rules there are no limitations that like style wise plus you didn't waste like I don't know, four years on studying something that you could have studied at home and gotten, you know, money. It's like programming. Yeah. You can study programming on your own, get a job in programming, no degree needed. But someone will say in that time, you can also like go to whatever other high school or, or college you want. Like while you're studying that, you suddenly you have two employable skills. While if you study just graphic design or program or whatever for like four or five years, and you finish it and there's this other guy that didn't study for a day and then he got a job before you did yeah, you, just, just, yeah, yeah. you just never know how it's going to go down yeah yeah so i'm kind of glad i didn't go to to like a graphic design school or like an art school because you know didn't waste time didn't waste money because i really you know i've, I've been drawing from like a really young age so it was bound that my art would get yeah, good i, I mean at this point now, as you've been drawing for so long, what could a school actually teach you about drawing? Yeah, exactly. I mean, all, you know. only the fundamentals, you know, the boring, oh, this is an anatomy, shading, whatever. But there are, especially in nowadays and in the 21st century, there are so many like hours of tutorials on, on any subject you might think of that you can just find at the press of a button like mm -hmm. for free on youtube like they're they're still like paid online class but there's so much stuff for free i learned all of my skills off of youtube all wow. of them it's like such a waste of money for like to pay to pay immense amounts of money especially in the u.s knowing how college is oh, expensive. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it, it's crazy to pay so much for something you can find online and like learn it's, it's, it's bonkers yeah and speaking of the self-taught stuff on our uh jared was our 50th episode right yeah the gentleman who you drew the uh, the raptor for yeah he's a musician and he has a he's a pretty up and coming with a pretty good band of music yeah. if you like rock at all and uh well we asked him about it and he said he didn't go to school either for music for music at all everything he did was self-taught he yeah. learned like on youtube or he learned to do tabs or he just listened and tried to play it, it back yeah and he says to this day he he doesn't know how to read music but he can he's a he's a guy who makes music for a living but he can't read yeah, it yeah they're on they're on tour yeah. right now like they're playing a few cities away from us they're playing music he has a band he's doing a whole thing but never exactly. never learned exactly. how to really do it but he taught himself so he and his brother he him yeah, his brothers in the band as and well he also th uh, mentioned that he uh what's the word he thought about going and taking lessons now but he was worried that it would affect how he makes music now because it would oh, maybe yeah. try to beat out his old bad habits. Same thing like him if, aren't bad if habits. To, if, if he went to school, he would affect his art. Maybe mm -hmm. yeah, you don't, yeah. You don't want to do that. So if it's yeah. So so many of those like quote unquote bad habits are also like what makes your art your art. Yeah. And so exactly. whether it's visual or music or whatever, it's like you there's there's a charm to it. As I said, when you're when you're self thought, you you make so much errors that you don't even know they're errors and you like you, you just turn them into style by time and like you get good enough what's what's bad with being self-taught is like your art is objectively not as good as it can be 
but you just chalk it up to oh no this is my style or whatever well, you see that oftentimes in like in like artists communities which is really i mean it's a positive um mindset to have like you know there is no objective perfect art but still you can see bad art when you see it like you know you know it when you see it and like to to stay on that level and to never improve just because you're self-taught like any when you're in school your teacher's gonna be like oh no this is bad improve it but when you're self-taught you don't yeah. have that filter they also like, yeah good they say like art is subjective so like what makes now i'm not an artist but you have you have the what makes if you can say it in words what makes bad art if all artists is if all art is subjective how do you know when something's truly bad I mean, you know it when you see it, really. If it's, and even art can be bad on purpose. Like any yeah. sort of art, not even visual, is there to invoke an emotion. Whether it's awe, rage, disgust, like love or whatever, you it's, it's there to, if, if an art piece aims to invoke disgust and it invokes disgust, it's a good art. If an art aims to invoke coolness or or empathy or like happiness and it invokes fear and disgust it's bad art mm, yeah that makes sense but can't that artist just fail to that, do what it wants i guess but can't the artist just change change what they were trying to say like oh no no i, like, mean, I, I, I meant probably i meant disgust <laughs> it probably happens <laughs> yeah maybe that, maybe that's a bad artist then if they can't if they can't decide or if they can't really say what their art is maybe that maybe that that makes a bad artist i don't know yeah, and even like it's not even quality of it. Like you see all these movies that have millions, millions of dollars and in, in funding, and they're like objectively good-looking movies. But you you watch them and you're disappointed. You're bad. They, I mean, they're bad, and it's just the the dissonance between what the movie wanted to accomplish and what it actually did accomplish. So it's not even that it looks like oh your arms on this character are too long or or the shading is bad. It's not stuff like that. you can have perfect anatomy, perfect shading. But if your art failed to deliver what you wanted it to deliver, it's bad art. Mm. I didn't even think about that till just now when you mentioned it. But being an artist and watching, say, like animated films or CGI and movies, does it like take you out of the movie when you see like you're like, oh, I could do something better than that. Like, and I'm not being paid money you know, for oh, this I... type of Oftentimes, and like for not not for the reasons you you think, because like I'm I'm really huge movie buff. I love like me too, bro. About plots and, and characters and plot structures, and why I'm a movie nerd. And oftentimes, it ruins my movie watching experience because I can just if I didn't know all of that, oh, it's just a movie. Let's turn my brain off, look at the pretty colors, be entertained, and that's it. But when the, oh, this set dressing is kind of weird. Yeah, going on. really well this character motivation is like where is it why is why is this character doing this and it takes me out of the movie but like art wise you see stuff like i don't know ghostbusters or back to the future where they literally have the effects drawn on like like an effect that you can accomplish in like gimp or ms paint but it, it still like conveys the message they wanted to convey like it, it's yeah. still does what it's there to do so you're not like oh this is a really bad movie like look at these effects they're so bad and you and it's not just oh it's uh, of the time or whatever it's like oh so that's why it's bad it's objectively enjoyable and you're enthralled by it and you're like you're not taken out of the movie because the effects and the art serves its purpose perfectly but when you see like 
nowadays the CGI in movies, people are, oh, it's so bad, blah, blah. The CGI is perfect. It's not bad. It's like photorealistic compared to anything ever done, like even miniatures back in the day. The CGI is, is doing ungodly stuff nowadays, but it's the use that's bad. It's it's how they use these things that's that takes you out of it, and then you blame the art instead of blaming yeah. like how the art was used and what the message was and what it actually ended up being. Yeah, pe people were complaining about that. You what people were complaining about um, what recently? She Hulk or something? That like yeah. She Hulk looked real bad. I don't, know if, I don't know if you followed that stuff on the internet at all. People yeah, were complaining yeah. about no, that. I like I didn't really see. Like I didn't. I mean, she's green. I don't know what people wanted. I don't know what they were looking at. Exactly. It was, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But they, oh, they changed it and made it better. I was like, I don't know. They spent, a, like you said, they spent a lot, a lot of money on that show, and she looks green. I don't know what they were barely wanted. different. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an artist so eye. Those so. people, those people, um, they're 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 a vocal minority because all the Marvel let's folks. See, let's, yeah, let let's see. Um, like if, if you see a movie and it's like everything you need it like it's perfect there's nothing bad with it it's not like groundbreaking but it's serviceable it's fine it's great it's a good movie good effects you're not gonna go on twitter and say oh my god this movie was so average it was so normal so good or whatever but if you see a movie that's like oh this kind of looks bad or whatever i don't like this then you're really gonna go out there and complain oh, yeah, because exactly. the majority of people if the majority is like okay this she hulk effects okay yeah like you said oh she's green that's what's supposed to be i guess you know she's supposed to be green what is there else you're not gonna go on twitter and say oh i like this cgi like, oh it's fine she's supposed to be green you don't really have a motivation to say it but yeah. people who don't like it really want to say they don't like it exactly they, they are the yeah. ones who are going to go out and be like oh this is so bad and then they influence other people that were like on the fence about it and just this the echo chamber of oh this is bad right oh yeah, yeah. this is bad it's like that uh, the two, that was pretty big and then of course a couple years back was the was the sonic the hedgehog one but that was oh yeah for the that better. was that was hilarious to watch unfold <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i like uh i guess it's hard to say like i'm kind of glad they changed it but i'm also i think it's dangerous to do stuff like that like when you like when a big studio like folds like they folded on sonic so fast and like you're giving too i think you're giving too much yeah. power to the internet to like and they at least they should have fought it for a couple of weeks, but they like folded overnight and like gave up on it completely. I so mean, I, I think it's scary how powerful that was. Yeah, but still, as a as a studio, you want to earn money, and yeah. when the people that are gonna give you money for the movie are like, "This sucks. This is disgusting. I hate this." You're probably gonna change it if you if you want those people to give you money for yeah, it. And right. this is also like a good example of what I said earlier. Sonic in that movie, it wasn't a horror movie. It wasn't like a gross-out comedy. It was supposed to be like a cool, family-friendly, heartwarming video Sonic movie. video gaming movie. Yeah, and people were disgusted by it. It looked creepy to them. It looked like it's like like it belonged <laughs> in a horror movie. And like, there's the dissonance between what the artists wanted the message of their film to be, exactly. what they wanted it to be, and what the audience actually take took from it. And that's what makes it bad in the eyes of the audience. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good example. If they were yeah. To make a horror Sonic movie where Sonic is some like, like the thing for in, in the Antarctic or whatever, like oh, that yeah. Sonic, the first Sonic design would be perfect for it. Nobody oh, yeah. would complain. Because I was going to bring that up because we were talking about like CGI and practical. I think the best thing in the world is when they're blended together perfectly. Because I've seen like yeah. certain, how do I explain this? Um, 
to this day, my favorite horror movie of all time is Hellraiser from 1987. Right. And everything in that movie is all practical, very little CG. But then you look at more, like I'll say mid-90s to early 2000s, uh, I can't think of the movie, but there's a werewolf movie where they built the dude, uh, I guess, uh, biologically accurate wolf legs. But they also that, built is a that, fruit. Is that Bad Moon? I think it may be Bad Moon. But they also built it to where he could wear green screen pants and he could walk oh, yeah, it I've like seen. they were stilts, but it they still did, moved they as they if did he was... the same thing in Pan's Labyrinth for like the, the pale guy. Yeah, for a pan. He had like huge legs, and then the actor had his like actual legs in like a green screen pants, like underneath them, because his legs were also like really shaped. Uh, very cool. And I think I think that's the best when you blend them together perfectly. Like even yeah. in uh because like the practical can look so good and you like you're kind of looking at that so you can get the legs to look weird in cgi but you won't be focused so much on the cgi as you focus on the creature in front of you probably yeah and i hate to bring it up because everyone talks about it so much being one of the greatest movies of all time but i'll bring up battlestar galactica and i'll bring up avatar what they right. did is they did their practical effects where they built the set a lot more than you thought was actually there and then CG, like they built a tree that was up to like waist high, but then CGI the rest of the way so people could like walk through and touch the physical piece. And then yeah. they did the wiggle of the tree the rest of the way, but like they blended together perfectly because Avatar is still considered one of the most beautiful movies of all time. Yeah. One of the greatest, even though it's just Pocahontas, but we'll probably get to that. <laughs> I mean, if if it's just the numbers, they also show like up until recently, Avatar was like the the highest grossing movie of all time. So, wow, like, it, it, it's earned a lot of money. I don't know if you're a fan. We uh, we're not gonna go into the whole Avatar thing, but we, I watched it one time when it came out, and I haven't gone back to it. <laughs> uh, me neither, and like I can't like. There's this popular meme like name one character from Avatar. I I really can't. Oh, I can't. Crap. I know they're called Navi, the the race, but I can't name like a single character. But I still don't remember hating it. I remember it was a really fun movie, and like I actually am looking forward to uh, the way of the, water. Yeah, the way of water. It, I mean, it looks gorgeous. Like, I'll watch it, but I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You said like name one character. I can't name a single character. I, can't I name... watched it once. I mean, how long? How how old's that movie now? I can name the actors. I think like actors. it was oh, Zoe. Just... Zoe Saldana and Mark oh, and Sam yeah. Worthington and uh, Sigourney Weaver, of course. And then uh, I think one of the characters' name was Jake. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> I no yeah. Maybe. Vaguely remember them pronouncing <laughs> Jake weirdly like the aliens. <laughs> That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's literally just Pocahontas. I don't care what anyone says. It's Pocahontas, but. Oh, not even, not even Pocahontas. Actually, I was about to say like Avatar. I've watched Atlantis recently, the animated one. Like I haven't watched it as a child. I watched like maybe this year. Atlantis, or I should say Avatar, is beat by beat Atlantis. You oh, have the, the Atlantis, army. the Lost Empire, right? Yeah, you the, have the, the, you have Disney the army. Yeah, you have the army that's like, oh, there's this amazing land we we found. Let's go there to get resources. But the characters don't know we're here for resources. They think we're just exploring and meeting the natives. And then the natives are like almost like alien-like you know you have this entire natural world with this natural magic and whatever and then the the main character falls in love with the woman from like this magical like alien world and then the army was like psych actually we're here for the resources we're gonna destroy this place and then the guy who fell in love 
joins the the alien people and then he defends the alien people by attacking together with them and their technology and their flying objects whether it's flying motorcycles or flying uh, four-winged <laughs> creatures to to attack the army and like defeat the 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 attackers and then he lives with them forever after it's beat by beat that's the same movie <laughs> yeah. i've always could I always compared it to, like I said, to Pocahontas because it's you know outsiders coming to a native land to steal yeah. the resources. I used I used Pocahontas and I used uh, Fern Gully, are the two ones I always uh, associated with. I didn't even think about it. Atlantis, Atlantis is a good damn movie, um, but I didn't even think about that. You're 100 percent right. <laughs> That's wild. But it's not the most original movie of all time. It's not a movie I mean, story. Yeah. I think people are just blinded by the blinded by the visuals. Because it is anything. gorgeous. Yeah. It is absolutely stunning. I never watched it in three D. Three D. Three D always gives me a headache. I, I can't hate three D. I hate it. It's a gimmick. It's awful. He's not pushing the new one in three D. It is so. a gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. I watched one movie in three D. I can't remember what it was. I couldn't even watch it. I had to like end up taking my glass my glasses off my my. And even glass if off you take them off, the, the screen is all fucked up still. And it's like the, the little green, it's like made to be 3D. Yeah. So like you can't even enjoy it. If you take them off, you actually have to go to a 2D showing. So it's yeah. just. It's too much, too much work. What's really funny too is uh, I worked at a movie theater in my youth when I was like 16, 17. And most movies that come to theaters that are quote unquote 3D they're not. I think Avatar and one of the movie were the only movies legitimately filmed with 3D cameras in 3D. Because yeah. most of the time, all they do is they pop a different lens on and a filter, and it yeah. makes it bendy and kind of gives it slight depth, but it's not actual ever 3D. Yeah. So they can yeah. give you an extra $4 a ticket. <laughs> it's uh, it's a money-making like I said, I gimmick. Not, not anymore. No, nobody cares anymore about 3D. No, no one really cares <sighs> about 3D anymore. We went off wild on a tangent there. It's fine. <laughs> we, have a, we have a good time. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. I've got a few other shit. Okay. You play video games a whole bunch. Yeah. Well, maybe. I'm not entirely sure, but you hopefully you do. Um, do you have a favorite genre of game you like to play? I love playing good games. That's why I like to say with movies. And I love watching good movies. I like playing good games. I don't really have a genre. If yeah. like if the game is like well made, the well you know well built story it doesn't even have to be like story focused. If it, you know if it's just good, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna love it. So yeah, that that's my favorite genre of video games. Yeah, but that's fair. <laughs> have you ever have you ever or would you ever like to be a part of like a video game art department and like draw for a video game? I've been working on my own video games for a while now i had oh, wow. like oh. yeah that, that's like my end goal in life i want to be like include make video games whether it's art program or whatever I, I did it i did it once in game maker studio people who who have ever tried like making games probably know it and like it's like a little maze solver maze runner like top down like it's pixelated 2d but it has like the illusion of being 3d it's not like a screen top down view it's like sort of like Animal Crossing. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, Windows 10 updated one day and it uh, destroyed half my code <laughs> on, on, on Game Maker. Oh. And then I had to, scrap, had to scrap all of it. I couldn't use any of it. I even paid for like, a, paid $60 for like the Game Maker license so I can export the game and like give it to people to play test. I, I was at mm -hmm. that point where I had a few levels, levels that could be play tested. 
and that just destroyed me and like i gave up on it i didn't do anything like oh, two or wow. three years and then lately i i moved on to godot engine which is like a little better been working on a little like the running title is space nautica because like you're in space like on a moon you have to watch your oxygen levels or whatnot like in subnautica but in space so i'll see where this goes <laughs> but yeah I, i'd love to i've been working on my own like and then i usually prefer if i can't you know make a game on my own which is like a really huge undertaking um if I had to choose between working in a team, like as an artist, like for somebody else's vision and as someone who has his own vision, but I need to employ artists, you know, and pay them to like do this. I'd much rather like do art for somebody else's vision because I know I'll never, I could never explain fully what I really want and need in a game that, that's like in my head. And I will never be fully satisfied with whatever, no matter how good you are, whatever you make, I'll never be fully satisfied because I didn't make it. I didn't make mm. it how I wanted to. Yeah, exactly. So you're going to be a part of a larger production, you know, somewhere lower down, or I'm going to do it Stardew Valley style and like make an entire game on my own, like sound, visuals, everything. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, speaking of uh, wanting to maybe work with someone, do you have any artists that you've ever uh, collaborated with or an artist you'd like to give a shout out to for our fans to maybe look up after this is over? Oh, I can't really. Um... Sorry. Think of any. No, yeah, yeah, not, not really. I haven't, I haven't been part, a part of um, any, any bigger projects. I, I could shout out the website, but it's like, it's, it's, I don't think it's like really active nowadays. I've been doing a lot of. If you remember Neopets, this right. site is like an offshoot of Neopets, like Mara Pets, and this is like where I got most of my professional work done. Like when I started actually getting like money for my art i did so much stuff for marpet so many illustrations and whatnot and if people can check it out and see you know see my art there that would be cool but i haven't really been and still that part of me that wants to do everything on its own on like on his yeah. own i haven't been really a part of any any collaborations yeah. or anything i mean your podcast is probably the only thing where i'm like oh i'm a part of something bigger and not just doing one-off commissions yeah that's cool though i mean you think yeah it is cool we're small. We're small enough that you're almost still by yourself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's gonna get bigger. You, you'll keep on it. Yeah, we it's keep on. We, yeah, we keep on pecking away. That we had a, we had talked to. A, well, we heard. We, we listened to other podcasts, and there was like this guy on a podcast that he said that, uh, um, if you keep making, if you keep doing, like keep making stuff, you're ahead of like ninety percent of people. Like ninety percent, ninety percent quit. But yeah. Yeah, so we just we just keep chugging away, and we're not like we said before. We said before on this podcast, we're not doing this to be famous or anything. We're doing this because we like talking about video yeah. games and movies and music and art and stuff like that. That's why the podcast is here to just talk about fun stuff and meet cool people. Sometimes it's it's yeah. kind of why it's here. Like nobody, and we say like nobody makes a living off podcasts if you're not already famous anyway. So that's not what it's yeah. about. Yeah. And we also choose really, usually choose really, really niche games for our podcast. Like weird off the beaten path. Yeah. And I, I, I really enjoy these guest podcasts. It let us, lets us talk to some people. We've had, like I said, we've had a, a musician. We've had a pretty popular director. YouTuber. Well, we are for our buddy. Jeff is a movie director. He's directed a couple movies and it's pretty cool having him on. Yeah. I don't know. If, uh, um, when you got, you said you like movies a whole bunch. You should look yeah. up, uh, you can find it. Um, on VOD, just look for it somewhere. 
Look for a uh, Tennessee Gothic if you want to. If you if you want I, a movie. I remember, I remember, um, like cropping that logo for the shirt in his thumbnail, yeah. and I was working yeah. on that art. Yeah, you should definitely. If you're a movie buff, you should definitely watch it. It's a horror comedy. Very, it's very, very horror. Fun. It's a like horror, horror sex, sex horror I, sex I, I comedy. I think. I think back then I even Google like there was a trailer. I think. Yes. For, yeah. yeah. I think I think I watched it back in the day, but I don't remember if I actually like watch the movie or not but i yeah. do remember googling it I, I do remember like seeing it yeah it's very cool because we we knew him we knew we, he's a friend of ours we knew him before he made that movie he's made other 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 like uh more obscure kind of like art house movies but then he made this was like more of like a mainstream my, my, like a mainstream kind of comedy thing so it was really cool to have that have that come out and have him on the podcast and stuff but that's a that's a cool movie you should try to you know when you got time give, give it a watch and it, it's so amazing like when you know someone and they do these amazing things like like make movies i, I know a few friends of mine are in a band and mm. they released an album earlier this year and it's like like Watching someone like you know you've spoken to you know as a friend and watching them like perform or do something you're usually just like you're usually removed from your entertainment or like exactly. from the people who make your entertainment and then you're like you know this person and then you see them do this amazing thing and like it's like blows my mind at least like seeing yeah. seeing yeah, friends do stuff like that yeah it's a strange experience yeah it is weird seeing them like when they release like the behind the scenes of like him holding the camera and like with a super serious look on his face, telling people they need to be over here and do that. And it's just like, yeah. that's not the Jeff. I know. I know the goofy guy. <laughs> yeah. It was exactly. weird seeing people really, in their profession. It's even crazier seeing like you, you love his movie or yeah. If you have a friend who does music, like, like the friends of mine, they're like, so into it. So serious. So they, and so well-made. And then you talk to them. They're like, Oh, you actually like it. I was so insecure. You, oh, this kind of sucks. Oh, we hate this. Oh, this could have been better. You're like, what are you talking about? Like, it's perfect. Like I loved every second of it. Well, the artist is always going to be like, I hate my work. I want it better. And it's oh, it's always going to be like that. You're yeah, always going to hate it and it can always be better. We have some music that I play because uh, we we skipped it for we always skip it for our guest podcast. But we do like a social media preamble where we sell all that mm -hmm. crap. And under that, I usually play a music a music bed. And one of those music beds is from my uh, my fiance's work. She has a guy who like works at the hospital with her, but uh, on the side he does music. He barely she said he she said he barely talks about it and he's really shy in person. But then you go to his mm -hmm. music and it's just like this uh, this awesome layered like just metal stuff that it plays under our podcast and he gave me like two tracks to use but she said you just never would have you never would have guessed that by talking to yeah. him but then you listen to the music his music so just like just so much so much louder and just everything more bigger than his like his normal talking kind of personality it's kind of cool to see that kind of stuff i, I haven't met the guy yet but uh i like his music so yeah it's it's always amazing seeing that and those artists are always going to be like no this this isn't that special. This isn't that good. They're never amazed with their work. They're always shy. I mean, no, in my own example, whenever I do something, people are like, oh, you actually did this. This is so amazing. I'm like, what's amazing well, about it? Like, I, I literally spent an hour on it and I hate it already. Like, what's amazing <laughs> about it? That's the thing. Well, like, we're like talking about you. Like, every time we get something from you, we're, we're like, "Damn, this is so cool," and, it, <laughs> and thinking that you're sitting there like, "This is shit." Like, I, I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't believe I sent 100%, this to them. One hundred percent. They're going, they're going to hate it. It's so funny, but every time we see it, we're like, "Oh man, this is exactly like, the, like the regular art and all the other stuff we've gotten." I know it's so funny. The artists are just all self-loathing, I guess. <laughs> oh, probably. If if you're not self-loathing as an artist, you're probably a hack. 
You, you are your <laughs> own worst well, critic. I'm the I'm the worst way. Like uh, I I uh, I edit the podcast, so I don't normally go back and listen to him. Aside from the edit, but Blake will go, go back and listen to him. He's like, you should go back and listen to the, the old episodes of the podcast. And I tried listen to our old episodes, and I was just like disgusted by every second. I was oh, yeah. like. I can't listen to this trash. I can't believe that anybody listened to any of this garbage we put out back then. I I get that. I'm not, I'm not like, I don't consider myself an artist, whatever, but like, it's just like that whole where I was when I was editing in the beginning to where I am now is like a whole different ball game. I know exactly what you're talking about. I still have like, there's a channel, my cousin's channel on YouTube, and we have two videos of me and my cousin in it. <laughs> that like the channel isn't deleted because I don't talk to him anymore. And I don't even think he has the password to it, but it's still like up. Yeah. And like seeing 2012 year, like 2012 me talking broken English, like barely, barely piecing together words and like trying to translate Bosnian into English in his head and like showing a magic trick or whatever, talking to the camera. I want to die when I look back at it. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to uh, destroy the the video, the, the person that's in it. I want to never see it again. I want to erase it from my memory. It's so cringeworthy. It's so awful that's listening funny. to, especially if you're like that removed, like, like it's when it's been like that many years, it's so like a, a really humbling experience yeah. right, when you look at it. I'm not a, an, I'm a artist of the written word. I write a bunch. I've actually have one thing published and it's what I, I'm the exact opposite. Like I'm so proud of it. <laughs> Maybe writer, a writer, our writer's different. I don't know. Oh, no, it, when we don't get wrong, I hated it. I mean, that was by <laughs> far not the first draft. Like I, I literally ripped, not ripped, uh, deleted full blown pages. I was like, Nope, that mm-hmm. is all trash. You just held delete until the page was gone and then rewrote something else. It's only like 17 pages, but it took me like a year and a half to get it written. Yeah. And I can't, I, you're always your own, uh, your own worst critic. And self editing is so difficult. I know. I know. <laughs> it, it, it's only 17 pages, but it took me, I, I think it almost took me two years. Yeah. Cause I was just like, I, this I, is trash. <laughs> I don't know if it's surprising at this point, considering how much stuff, how like, how, how much stuff I do. But I also tried writing. I'm still writing a story for like, I, I been working like since 2016 like on this world building project of mine an entire world with like starting from biology races politics oh, like geopolitics like a tabletop rpg like, style like you go yeah yeah depth. something like that but it's like it's removed from any like game rules or whatever i just want to make a world for whatever comics stories games just it's fun working and you you learn so much trying to like do stuff like that. I learned so much about geopolitics, so much about like history of our own world, about biology, about like sociology. It's crazy. And like I'm writing a story about this character of mine, like which is the character in my like my logo of, of my of my profile, Devious Pixel profile, the black and white mask. Is it's a character from the world, and I'm still writing on it, writing the story for about a year now and like i get to a point where like well how how will they do do this now how how will he go there and then i'm stuck on it for like half a year trying to figure something out and like later on i'll get back to it delete half of it try to write again and like hit the same roadblock and so on and so on that's crazy i I, I feel your pain it's rough like i like i guess before i even wrote the the little story i have i had the ending I was like, yeah. I, I just picked the ending. I was like, I love same, this. Same now, here. How do I get same to this here. point? 
Yeah, how do you get to the I end? Just I get, get to this there. Part? <laughs> it was so difficult, but I love it. I was like, I, I, basically that became like a birthing process. Yeah. deleting and finally getting it out there i'm like i'm so proud of it but i hated it its entire life until now yeah. until and, I, and i feel there's a different like there's a different different type of pride where you're like i hate this but i'm so proud it's published i'm so proud like it's like you feel sort of validated when it's like published like the same thing could have been on your laptop like up until this day with like no one list like looking at it and you would have thought differently about it probably compared to now when it's like published you you feel okay. so oh no it's like a real literature when it's published whether it's like now it's real art when like it's out there when like people are using it for podcast thumbnails this is now like real art if it's mm -hmm. like sitting on my laptop oh this is just some some sketches i did like they suck they're awful this is never gonna go anywhere i'm not proud of them i hate them but like when <laughs> stuff gets used somewhere when it gets published you're like it's still my art it still could be better it's still bad but it's published so it must be sort of good people yeah. must like it if it's published so you feel yeah. like i feel like there are two different types of like relationship to the same piece of art <laughs> yeah because your your name's attached to all the stuff on our podcast so whether you whether yeah. you like it or not it's your name's attached to it. real real deal actual actual work actual like cv material <laughs> yeah yeah you got something something else Blake? we're kind of uh, moving along here let's yeah. see here we're coming up on an hour right now. Yeah, I got just a few more smaller questions, I think. Okay, so I noticed you do a lot of these uh these monthly art challenges. Yeah. Um, I, I think do you have a favorite one that you've done, like either month or subject? Oh, I have the favorite and a least favorite as well. And they're both Inktober. Um, the first one I did because I love you know black and white because it's so much easier than color. You have to think about so many things when you're coloring it and shading it. And it can, when you have so many moving parts, it can oftentimes end up looking bad because those moving parts aren't, you know, incorporated correctly. But with like black and white ink and like basic shading, it's it's so more so much more relaxing and so much more like simple, so much simpler. Um, so the first Inktober I did is like probably my favorite and I didn't even do it digitally. I did it in my sketchbook with like an ink pen. I took a photo of it each day, turned the contrast all the way up. So there's like no shadow of the page and no texture on the page. So just like ink and white beneath. And then I, I would post that on my Instagram. So it's like, it sort of looks like visually done, but I actually like have all of those like in my schedule. That's like my favorite month. My least favorite was the Inktober I did like last year i think or maybe a year before that i was like let's experiment you know let's let's use these challenges to improve you know mm -hmm. stuff and i'm like okay let's let's fuse inktober and these prompts with like a limited palette like let, let's just pick six colors do nothing else like aside from black and white plus those six colors and see what i can do i like maybe three of those <laughs> out, of, out of the out of the 30 something of those arts the rest i hate i despise i want to archive them all <laughs> it's awful. I think just recently back in June was uh Kai June. Yeah. Every every month every day was a different kaiju. Yeah. <laughs> did you take did you take part in that or oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. I don't look at Instagram. I mean I, I don't Blake's on Instagram. I, I don't even look at it. So he sees <clears throat> he sees all your stuff you do on Instagram. Yeah, and even cool. even Kaiju and I used to like practice rendering and like doing 
not even less cartoony, but just like more more detailed, I guess, more like scenery instead of like individual characters. I adore, same as with most of my shows, I adore like maybe a handful of those that I did. There's a, a lot of those that I'm like, they're serviceable and then a large portion that I just hate. And they're just up there, so so I have something for that day. Like well, like the Panko one, the Panko robot that I did. Oh, it's awful. It is just I did it like three in the morning. I had to put something, and it it was Panko. So I did this like robot that's like in the process of being sprayed spray painted by drones. Like companies are starting to sponsor like large kaiju robots, but yeah. like the shading, the the detail, it's like all awful. It's, I hate it so much. <laughs> where do you pull, how do you where do you pull idea like where do you pull the inspiration for for a whole every day how do you throw that together if i if i could answer that then probably all of those days would be perfect <laughs> and they would look amazing <laughs> if i if i did have inspiration for each of those i just think about uh, it and like let's see i try not to spend too much time on like brainstorming like the first usually most of those when i start putting the the like the proverbial pen in photoshop on paper um that's the the version i'm gonna end up with i don't usually like scrap and delete i maybe make a few thumbnails that i can choose between but that's like a rare occasion i -hmm. try to like just dish them out and like practice like my 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 work ethic practice like just drawing and like shading and if it sucks by the end of it it sucks. It's going up. Doesn't matter. I'm not going to spend five more minutes on it. Just need it out. And oftentimes, you know, it's even due to the time constraint, stuff can come out looking good. Hmm. So so it's just like the first idea that comes to my mind, I draw it and yeah. Do you think the time constraint is good for art? People say time constraints work for movies and other stuff. You think Ooh, a time absolutely. constraint really pushes absolutely. you? The more... The more constraints you have, time-wise, uh, theme-wise, whatever, the more creative your work is going to be. Absolutely. Because uh, if you walk up to somebody and you're like, "Hey, I need you to just draw me anything," and they're like, "Oh," and they just get uh, what do you call it? Um, choice paralysis. Yeah, choice paralysis. But if you're like, "Hey, I need you to draw me something that is, like you said, maybe give me something that's strictly black and white and make it um, humanoid." And like, okay, let me see if I can. It just the more, and it just makes your mind become yeah. more creative because you focus strictly down that that path. Yeah, we've did pretty like our stuff that we've asked for for you has been pretty like we want we want these specific details within yeah. within the arts. I guess that might might have made it a little more st- streamlined to kind of, of of what we needed to do. I guess that was probably better. I we, hope. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, I mean the. Uh, it's it's good when you can enjoy your professional like work and you like commissions you do but you don't always have that luxury so like art that you do professionally like commissions for people is so much more like different from art you do like as a hobby like whether mm-hmm. it be just challenges or like you doing something randomly it's it's really different because here you i'm sort of removed from it because it's not my idea it's like somebody else's idea. Like you need me. It's like, you know, you you dry it out in the sand and I cast it in the sand. Like, yeah, sure. I did like the casting in the sand, but you still drew the outline for me. You know, I did like a lot yeah. of work, but you you show me what and where to do. So it's much different. You know, we're, at least I don't know about other artists, but at least I'm sort of removed from these like works that I do as a commission because it's not my idea. Like it's not my like 
sure there's creative input from the artist because you can't as as someone who commissions art you can't like perfectly explain every single pixel perfect detail you want in yeah. that like picture but still i'm kind of removed from it because it's not my work not my idea i guess it's like i don't know it's like a strange quit do you ever this do you ever like uh when somebody's commissioning something and they like feed you an idea do you ever like uh get to a point where you're like uh no i'm i'm not i'm not i'm not going to do that or no i can't do that or as an artist you just take whatever challenge is given you thankfully haven't had like uh like nightmare commissions yet okay yeah. so most of my stuff because the stuff that i post on reddit is usually like video game stuff and like dnd characters and whatnot so that's mm -hmm. like the crowd i attract i only had one furry commission and it wasn't not, not safe for work, thank God. It was like fully dressed, a pose with a, like a karambit knife or whatever. So yeah. thank God it was the only furry commission I had to do. But yeah, due to the fact like the due to like the material that I promote with on Reddit and uh, ArtStation, I usually get commissions that I'm eager to do. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Okay, because I attract the right audience. Yeah. One of my yeah. questions was actually if you're a hundred percent clean artist or have you had to dabble in the NSFW? Yeah, NSFW, I do that stuff just to practice anatomy and like just to you know drawing nude bodies, drawing muscles and, and whatnot, which God knows I still suck at. So <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot of practice needed there. But commission wise and like hobby wise, I don't usually it's boring. You know, not safe for work stuff. There's like, okay, they're either having sex or they're like, there's it's some like fetish art. Yeah. It's, you, there's only so much you can do with that. Whereas, yeah, been like, there, done that. This character's going to do this. Good if stuff. you're drawing like aliens or whatnot, you you have a lot more creative freedom to do stuff like narrative wise to do stuff visually, but like not safe for work is like really niche and it's like there to pay the bill, like to pay the bills. Yeah, so, you, you're like I'll do it, but I'm not going to be happy about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you got anything else? Because I'll uh, transition to the game for a minute. I did, but we only. I'm only. I'm only going to ask this. This might start a whole other thing, but I'm going to ask this because he brought it up earlier. Okay. Because you said you got your start, um, kind of copy, not copying, pasting, but blending Pokemon together. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is a two parter. So bear with me. When you pick what's your Pokemon starter, do you usually pick the fire, grass, or water? Fire and fire, fire. unless it's Infernape, then I pick Piplup. <laughs> it's always I'm a water starter for life. I always pick water. Uh, I my first Pokemon game I actually played was Fire Red, and of course it's Charizard. So of oh, course cool. it's the coolest one. And ever since then, like I oh, yeah, fire fire starters are are the way to go. Yeah, Charizard's still the coolest one, though. He's I mean, one of yeah. them. Yeah. You start with a dragon, where do you go from there? I mean, he's not a dragon, exactly. technically. Not, not a dragon, I guess. But... <laughs> and oh, it's so... mega, it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. So the second part to that would be, uh, I'm only, again, just small Pokemon tangent. If you had to be a Pokemon gym leader, what type would you pick? Oh, I, I'd probably be one of those, like, thematic ones instead of type ones where I'm like, oh, it's like, a horror theme like dream so you have ghost types bug types um i don't know some, something like that where it's like multiple types but like under a theme like one of those oh, okay yeah. very cool that's still cool yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so i just wanted to because you you probably brought it up earlier i had to is that some of his poker. first art you saw was pokemon no stuff? he mentioned that earlier i know that i know he mentioned it but you 
I haven't seen any of them, any of you have his Pokemon. Oh, yeah, I have an entire page that's just fake him on an entire like Instagram page that's got like I think seven times more followers than my like official Instagram account. Oh. That's just that's just fake him on and like stats and whatnot. Okay. And, like, what's this? Art. What's that one called? So I can follow it too. Uh, I'm, I'm, I just Divis follow Pixel Region. It's Devious Pixel Region. I forget if it's like an underscore between Devious Pixel and Region. But usually when you Google Devious Pixel, you're going to get that page most of the time between the first results and you're never going to find like the regular Devious Pixel. <laughs> well, we link we link straight to your regular Instagram page on our podcast. Yeah. There you go. I'm following it now. There you oh, go. Amazing. <laughs> Commissions open, fake Pokemon designs. So, yep, you got an extra follower on the one that you don't want followers on. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all, all, all followers are good. All right. Uh, guess we'll, because we do... Uh, we are a video game podcast. We are we are mostly a video game podcast, and uh, people will see when they first see the episode, they're going to see the art you commissioned for this episode. First of all, like, what, is this the first time first time you've ever had an art commission that involved kind of commissioning yourself? Yeah, and actually, yeah, it was really what? like you know, like my hands were not tied. It's like do whatever you want. So it was like kind of relaxing, guess, but kind of weird still because yeah. like I'm drawing a thumbnail for a thing. For someone else, but for a thing I'm gonna be in. It's like it's, it's like very strange. I, mean, I, I gave you a, a bit of a window. It's like make it No Man's Sky themed. Yeah, well, yeah. you yeah. know, so, the game. But so, No Man's Sky is also an infinite possibility of worlds. So. so yeah, so people will see the uh, the thumbnail and they're gonna be like, "What's the art from? What, what's the art about?" Well, we we gonna we'll spend a little bit of time because we gave you. Uh, I think Blake, did you ask him like a list a couple of games he's played recently? How, yeah, how, they, yeah, how that conversation goes? Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah, I was like, what you know, what are, which you know, what give me like a top couple of favorite games that he mentioned uh Minecraft and No Man's Sky. And I was like, ooh, we love No Man's Sky. We'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm a big No Man's Sky. So we could talk about uh No Man's Sky could be a whole multi-hour podcast, but we could, yeah. we'll, 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 condense, <laughs> we'll condense it down to maybe your favorite parts and favorite moments. I've uh it's been a little while since I've played it. Um because uh, I haven't I haven't played a lot of the recent updates because I had clocked in around 200 hours and I was oh. like I need I need to like I need to back off I had a I had millions of dollars I was running out kind of running out of stuff to do so I back I backed off a little bit I don't know if you had that kind of dedication but uh where Ooh, where were you I, where were you at with uh No Man's Sky um not to get political but I was there since the E3 announcement like, oh wow yeah I was really excited for it I'm like this is what I want like an infinite it's like Minecraft but it looks good you know it's yep. like infinite possibilities aliens there's dinosaurs whatnot and then like I saw when it came out it was god awful the whole debacle that happened the mm -hmm. whole like hello games um controversy and then like when I like saw how much they improved how much they actually like still cared about the game and the craft and just like immense respect for the developers and like i bought it as well like maybe two years ago i think i bought a lot of games during the pandemic when i had nothing else to do yeah um and i clocked in around 60 70 hours maybe but then my graphics card started having problems and like oh, no. all the textures were just getting scrambled in no man's kind there oh. was like at some point, I could restart it and it would look good again. But like, it got to a point where like nothing I do short of changing my graphics card could help. And then I stopped playing and I fell off of it. But like, I, I played it religiously for like weeks. Yeah, I mean, 60, 70 hours—that that, that's that's no joke. Yeah. 
we yeah. would do like the four of us. So we tried playing back when we were playing because I, I want to go back to it. I've been thinking about streaming a uh, the uh, permadeath mode, and like that mm-hmm. way I could like have more of a reason, like do a, do a new character, like step away from my old profile because I got. I don't know what to do with that profile. Like I have, like I've infinite money. I have you so have much, like I'm not bragging, but I found a way to like recycle stuff into like having so much money. I have nothing that I can't get. So I was like, that character's boring now. I want to do something else. I mean, considering I haven't done it yet, but I've, like just doing like permadeath streams, like streaming my in a permadeath. And if I die, like whatever, I'll just, I'll just try again. Cause you can play that way. And I want to try to get to the center of the galaxy and uh and permadeath and maybe experience like uh that way I could experience the uh the story the story maybe more and like all the new updates from like mm-hmm. a fresh a fresh perspective you know oh yeah when I started playing it I had no clue what the story was like mm-hmm. I, I, I still don't off, like, <laughs> yeah I mean it it was it was hard to to figure out when it was happening but like I don't know if it's like a spoiler warning for for people who are listening who haven't played yet yeah um it's it's i was amazed i was like blown by the story because at, at no point before like the like the little cutscene when you get to the atlas and whatnot before the cutscene at no point was there like oh this is a story segment now here's a cutscene you're progressing the story i'm mm-hmm. just talking to people and they're like mentioning the nanites they're mentioning like this great like uh war that happened and when i through talking to these like characters within those like in the stations whatever they were called i figured out the story i was like looking at them talking about like them pouring nanites into these like frog people's eyes and they're like these warmongers that are now just like traitors and they they do nothing else but they do nothing else because they're now controlled to do nothing else the, the entire story was like amazing to figure out, like just through talking to characters and like yeah. being there, like in a real. I'm I was amazed, and like the the whole reality as a simulation type was also like kind of kind of weird in the end. It it caught me by surprise as well because I didn't expect it to like break the fourth wall like that. Mm. Um, it, it's just amazing. Like it's a great game, and you wouldn't expect like. Uh, in enthralling story in like such a game like oh it's infinitely generated like progressively generated um content but there's a story in between yeah. it's really caught me by surprise i was pleasantly surprised by the story that's why i'm hoping to like i do want to like uh that's why i want to dive back into it because i read about like i would be like i got to a point where i was playing so much that i was just like talking to folks and i was just like banging on the button trying to get through the talking i was like i don't care i don't know what's going on so that's why i want to like I'm hoping to go back and get a fresh, fresh perspective and like really just like treat the story as like because the game doesn't like a the game so your hand. the game doesn't hold your hand. Yeah, the game is the game is though. so free that you you could play the way that I kind of play. You can like I I experienced 200 hours of a game where I never never read the story, but I had yeah. a I had a huge adventure, a whole experience. I played. I said we played with friends. It's not great to play with friends because you don't really everybody kind of ends up running off and doing their own thing but whatever but you can help out one another you can help each other out a little bit so i had that whole i have that had that whole experience with is with that game and i'm I'm hoping that like i can go back and get like a a narrative like i i I, and like you're saying it's there like i can i can go back and play the game from the beginning again and get a whole narrative a whole different perspective of what this game is really about i think that's really uh it's really crazy and really in like uh how do you say it? Uh, I don't know. It's just wild for this game because this, this game is the game is popular, but it's like 
it's not talked about a whole lot anymore these days. Mm. Like it, it like comes across in passing and nobody really, every time you mention No Man's Sky, they're like, oh, it's that broken game from way back when. They're like, yeah, well, you got to go back. And... Most people's sentiment about it is because it left like that's the last time they heard about it because yeah, that was never tried the, again. The, yeah. The popularity of No Man's Sky was at its peak for better or worse during the controversy. So yeah. that's what where most I think... people I fell off of that bandwagon. We jumped on like, uh, well, first, did did you play at the beginning, or did you get it, or did you get it kind of down the no, line? No, I actually got. It. I watched a lot of videos at the beginning, like because I usually like to like if through watching videos, I really, really want to play the game. I'm gonna buy it, but if it's like ah, this seems kind of boring when, when someone else is playing, I don't feel like buying it all that much. But then like later on, when I saw all the updates and everything, and people are like this whole redeeming story about hello games i just had to buy it like it it's started like, looking really good it's like what the game looks like five years after it came out is what they yeah. promised it was going to look like day one yeah like it is now yeah. what they promised it was going to be it's like when a, it's like one of gaming's greatest and even more than stories. they promised actually yeah it's still going like my it's yeah. on my xbox right now I, it, like it updated two days ago like, like it was eight like, or seven gig update yeah they did a whole new uh texture pack or... well it was just a whole they're always changing graphics and changing stuff and adding things that's why i want i want to jump back into it i forgot what i was saying before that oh we jumped in uh we jumped in it when it hit xbox game pass you sound like you're a pc player probably but we, yeah, we yeah, play a, mostly on xbox so we had the you know xbox game pass yeah vaguely but um, vaguely. i don't really care much you don't, for, you don't like, follow it yeah probably because you're on pc yeah. So like No Man's Sky hit Xbox Game Pass, which means we're subscribed, so we're able to play it for free. At that mm-hmm. point, we're like, because I didn't want to spend like I was kind of in that same boat, like oh, I didn't want to spend money on a game that's dumb, like a game that's broken and ain't right. So I never bought it. But when it hit Game Pass, I was like, well, there's no reason not to at least at least look at it. And and I jumped in hard like that first night and that first that first the first experience I, I, I try to explain to folks who haven't played it, that first experience of like getting on a ship and like lifting off and like flying into space, you can't get that with no loading screen, with yeah. no loading screen. Like yeah. people still don't realize people like write this game off or just write this game off all the time. But like, you can't, that, that first feeling of lifting off and flying into space. It's un, it's like, there's no words for it. Like you just can't I get know. that. Like in, in any other game, they're even talking like if you follow uh Starfield, the Beth- never heard of that. The, actually. It's the new, it's the new uh, game from Bethesda. Like the guys who make Skyrim. Yeah, I know Bethesda, but I don't think I have, I've seen like few clips on YouTube about like that. I thought was no man's sky. And then like, I, I go in and they're like, it's similar, but it's not no man's sky. I think that's Starfield. It might be Starfield, but they were talking yeah. like, even in like, so hello games is a, is a small company. Bethesda is a giant company. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when it goes to like, they talked about Starfield, like somebody asked in Starfield, can you fly off this planet and then fly onto another planet? And they're like, Oh no, you can't do that. There's no way. We're like, what do you mean? There's no way. Like no man's sky has been doing it for six years. It's weird to see like a modern. A modern... They they aren't best known for their like immaculate, <laughs> immaculately working games. Yeah, that's true. I, I had a we had a friend who was playing uh, No Man's Sky with us that said because uh, you talked about coding coding a little bit earlier, you're coding your own game. He says that uh, the guy who like the main coder for Hello Games or No Man's Sky, I think Sean Murray is like kind of like a a, a savant like a savant of coding that that's that's why no man's sky works so well in the way that it does the way that it works because there's the the 
the core of the coding is so seemingly perfect genius genius that that game can run the way it does and allows you to fly off a planet and jump across the universe and land somewhere else and have next next to no loading screens it's just i don't know i feel like this i mean the game is popular in its own way and game pass has helped i just people need to be talking about the technology and the well you gotta think the way this game plays and everything about it a game this big literally this game is infinite yeah Yeah. and the space that it takes up on your hard drive is like 12 gigabytes Exactly. That's it. It's it's crazy. I don't know. I can I can rave about that. It's well, mind blowing. Yeah. I don't know how compression or any of that stuff works, but it's a it literally in, it's an infinite universe. It only takes up twelve gigs of space on your hard drive. I don't know. I don't know how we did it. It's insane. It's insane, and it's sad that more people don't know about it. That there's yeah. so many people who are like, oh, that's that broken game. It's so yeah. sad. Did you uh did you play enough to get you a uh, a capital ship? I don't large... think I did. The, the the like the furthest I've been, I got the, a freighter, and like freighter. it didn't even populate it all that much. And yeah. that's when like those issues started happening. So I'm like, uh-huh. I still have it. Like it's bought on Steam, and like when I fix my PC and when I like upgrade it, I'm so glad to get back to it. Like, yeah. So happy. well, we'll have to talk again sometime when you when you get back in. I'd like to see what you think of Ooh, what, yeah. how, how it is now. Because collecting those ships, because I got a whole, I got, I have a whole fleet of ships and everything like that. And when you, when you, when you're on a planet and you're like, and you like call, you, you can like look up into the sky and when you call your freighter, your capital ship, and you call it and it jumps into your system and, and it's just like in the sky. It's just like, it's, it's just, what, how does, how does this game exist? Like, I just, I just don't understand that. I don't know. The game just trips me up. And now, in now moment, they... Kai is good art. The, 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 yeah. the message it wanted to convey was like that amazement of being in an infinite world, and it perfectly succeeded that. Yeah, well, and, it, and it has its own, and it does have its own visual, like visual, like the way it looks when you look at something. Yeah. You could tell, like, oh, this this art's from No Man's Sky. The way this looks, the way these aliens look, even though how, like, somehow they manage that, like, the aliens are like everything else. The aliens are randomly generated, yeah, but they have a style. The style, yeah, procedurally generated. The style comes across the whole the whole universe. Like you could tell, like you're looking at No Man's Sky. I mean, uh, my for the last three years, I think even before I bought No Man's Sky, my Chrome background was like the No Man's Sky Chrome like background on my on my. Oh, that like Google um, that, like I guess like an Event Horizon on with that weird uh, Corona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thing or silhouette of the moon. Hmm. That the, that background is the is what I use as reference for the thumbnail art for. This. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I I recognize it a little bit. Yeah. Um. Well, how do you go on about this guy? Do you have any particular? Uh, because your everybody's experiences can be inf- like infinite, like we say. Do you have any particular favorite moments that you've experienced in No Man's Sky? Can you recall? And it's been a few years probably yeah. since you played. I mean, aside from the story bit, where like the 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 currency that you use is actually like a big part of the story like the nanites and i was like blown away like how they incorporated all of that and like you diegetically just learn the story through talking with people aside from that um i i the the every world was amazing yeah and like the aliens and the little pets you can have but the the trippiest i've been is like after the atlas like thing after you like enter it and like it moves you to like this like one of those like i don't know they're like called perfect worlds or something like that i forget uh, what they're called paradise paradise yeah planets. paradise planets and like 
I land and there's like bubbles all around me and like green grass and bubbles. And it's like, unlike anything you've seen up until this point, even though the world's infinite, I was just like, it's, it's like hallucinogenic. I guess it's psychedelic where you're just like, go through that story, learn like the fourth wall break. Like you're, you're, you as a player are a character in No Man world of the game is like oh you're from a different universe you're you're playing us as the simulation and like you go through all of this like all this trip and like you're landing in this otherworldly planet and saying something is otherworldly in no man's sky like that says a lot <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's something looks otherworldly yeah we've ex- I've, ex- I've just we've been to all kinds of we've been to all kinds of there's all kinds of things we've been to like oh, there's just so many planet types uh we went to like going like the, the juxtaposition of going to like, cause we had found a, not quite a paradise planet, but like a planet that like didn't like kill you immediately from the beginning of the game yeah. and going from there to like, to finding like desolate planets. It's like the visual style of how things can change even within the same solar system. You're in, you could fly off a really pretty planet and then fly like a one planet over and let it, again, this is all in real time. The game doesn't load this. You fly out to the atmosphere yeah. and you fly over and the next planets like, this planet's got acid rain. Like you can't, you can't, you can't yeah. step outside your ship. I, I wanted, for... I actually wanted to mention acid rain as well because, like, one of those like cool moments was I landed on this planet. It was acid rain, but like it, it wasn't raining as I got there. Like there was like a weather forecast is gonna start raining, so I went to explore. I got some stuff. Started raining. Went back to my ship. Set out the rain, like just looking mm-hmm. at the rain falling from real time. my ship, like in real time. Waited yeah. for the rain to pass. Went out again. Continued my thing. It's just like these moments that are just yeah. like it's like and then it's these it's these moments you can't you, these moments you can't like say like you have, it's, it's these experiences you have in, in, the, in the game like this that you don't have in any other game. And then when you're trying to explain it to somebody who hasn't seen it or felt it or done it, you're you just you you sound dumb really a lot of the time. But you're just like you know, yeah. you just can't like. I've done that. Like I've had like where you sat in your ship and you're like, I'm, I, I cannot go outside. I will die. You just sit in your ship and you don't want to leave because it's your first time seeing a planet like that. But it's so yeah. scary. It's so scary outside. You just, you, but, but you can watch the acid. There's uh there's radiation, storms. radiation storms. Right? Yeah. And if you haven't played, um, I don't know when's the last time you played, but like in recent updates, they've really amped up the weather, like visually, visually, there's like yeah. tornadoes and stuff now. There's and like, like these lightning tor- strikes that damage you if you're Black- not careful. The last lightning. time I played was that update that added those like giant worms. That's like the last oh, yeah. update yeah. I remember. So that I think they were pretty close to the weather update. You may have, you I may have been so. right before or right after that. Yeah, the giant worms. I think people. Yeah, I haven't actually I haven't actually seen those worms in person. So that would be that'd be cool. Like yeah, it's crazy. You see the videos on Reddit and stuff. Like check out this worm. And I was like, oh shit. But like, I, I haven't even seen that. I've, I've been struck. I've been struck by lightning. And I've been picked up and thrown by a tornado. Like the tornadoes will pick you up, your person, and just chuck you across the planet. Yeah. My ship has been struck by lightning while I was flying in midair. Yeah, because I was trying to I was trying to get out of the storm and get off planet because we we're kind of done there. And I was struck by lightning a few times. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, uh, amazing. Yeah, and it's just more people need to talk about this. Like it's yeah. Yeah, uh, you got anything else about about the game in particular? I know because we can rave and rave and rave. Did you have a preferred race to play as? Not really, because most of the time I'm like in a helmet. First person, you play, you play, you play first person. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you had like maybe some sort of 
I don't know, in your head, secret allegiance to like one preferred. You're like, I hope you guys win the war. I like you guys as politics more. I, 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 it was, I was scared of the, of the little, I forget their name, the little frog people the, that are like the traitors that are, that are vaguely Asian inspired. Um, those, those little guys, um, they, they, I got scared, like, oh, they're just funny little guys. They just think about money, nothing else and trading. And then like learning how this is their, like their brains hijacked after the war. They're like my favorite, they're little from from slavers they became little slaves and traders that's crazy i do it's mind-blowing about learning the languages oh yeah oh learning, yeah that's talking true. to people and it's, it's they have three or four oh, each race has its own distinct language yeah, yeah. and I, one and of like, the things that made me laugh so hard was the viking the big warmonger people mm-hmm. the very first like the first three words i was taught were war battle fight conquest and uh and like tank i was like come on guys yeah. teach some other words yeah. <laughs> i know i know it's, it's crazy and like what, what drew said about like just mashing the buttons when talking to them yeah. that's like the majority of what you're gonna do until you learn the language you're just like i ah, talk to me talk to me like oh i know a new word now like until you can actually understand any of that did you get to a point where you had like all of oh my my main i said a part of my main character is i have all the languages like all of language mm-hmm. mastered yeah i played i played enough i talked to enough people that i have all the languages so now i could go around and talk to people. understand what they're talking I to, about. i need to like load that game back up sometime and take, and take a look around i guess again but uh yeah yeah I, I was at that point where each of them was like knowing saying you know a little bit of spanish like don't esta la biblioteca i like <laughs> knew knew that much of each of those languages <laughs> where like every third word was still foreign but like i could understand from context clues what they're talking about yeah. actually that's cool it's mind-blowing um did you you said you had like a capital ship sort of armada did you have a theme when naming them because oh, yeah. yeah, we were not at all they... i didn't even get that far like into it it wasn't even like equipped I, i'm so sad i haven't experienced like the majority I mean, i'm sad but i'm also happy i still haven't experienced the majority you of have all that to look so forward much, to yeah, all of that to look forward to yeah because i'm this i'm that big of a nerd that i have my capital ship and then all your extra little armada ships my exploratory vessels i everything is named <laughs> Everything is named after a Digimon attack. Oh. <laughs> That's how nerdy I am. <laughs> My ship's nice. called the uh, the DGMN River of Power. <laughs> I, don't you know, I don't know if you know Digimon at all. I don't know. I, I, I've watched them. I've loved Digimon more than I love the, the Pokemon anime. But I, I know the the season one few of their names but like names of their moves and like the video games like i know none of that the, well you'll know it then because the the metal Seedramon, one of the dark masters at the end of season mm-hmm. one his big special move when he shoots that massive energy blast out of his face is called river of power no oh, the the only thing i remember from that is he had those like cogs that he like that like corrupted other Digimon or something like that. Yeah, I'm a super nerd when it comes to Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we're coming up on an hour and a half. I think we maybe took enough of your time up. Uh, it was, it was, we, we touched upon so many, uh, so many things. So, yeah. So we many were, tangents. Yeah, Barely uh, Terrible was an artist podcast. <laughs> yeah. First, more than half of it was about art and yeah. stuff like that. I think we did all right. Yeah. Is there anything, um, like right now you can, 
tell everybody where they can find you online too if you want so do all the links and stuff too so we can put it in show notes. i'll put all the links I, I got all these links uh, you mentioned your friends have a band. If you want to shout out their band on here, go ahead. And uh... oh yeah, uh, the band is you're gonna have a tough time finding them, but like on Spotify, it's gonna be better. It's Color with two L's, and I believe it's two R's as well. And mm-hmm. their new album is called Palette Two L's Two T's. Um, they're really amazing. They make amazing like uh, modern uh, experimental jazzy music. Oh, cool. um your your fans can find me on devious pixel you know links will be in the description of this podcast devious pixel mm-hmm. devious pixel region for my art art station as well is modern m on art station if uh, that's like but most of the stuff that's on my devious pixel account is also on our station so it's like mm-hmm. whatever and uh, i also have a board game that if they go to my um to my instagram profile it's like in one of the highlights they can buy my board game on on um online it's like i i, mar- I market it as a mix between ludo and dnd so it's mm-hmm. it's like a dnd sort of adventure hack and slash uh, simplified to the point of ludo it's it's like really i'd like to think it's really good i did all the art for it all the design as well so oh, if, wow. if if That's anyone will, how, yeah if anyone wants to buy it, they can how did you get that well we, we should talk about that earlier how'd you get that made <laughs> <laughs> oh it was uh, the whole i worked on it for like two years from like paper and like cardboard to like designing everything uh, uh in photoshop and like going to all of these tutorials on how a board game should be designed and whatnot and like play testing it a bunch with friends and finding uh game uh yeah i think it's game crafter yeah, Game Crafter, the site, you can make, they have all the parts you need. They assemble your game for you. You just upload the art, choose what you need to be. They have the, like a shop system as well. The, the, if you're, if anyone wants to buy it, it's going to be on Game Crafter on their shop. It's just, I don't know. I took a lot of work, but, you know, yeah. I wanted to make games, wanted to make video games. So I guess a board game is a good, a good place to start. Yeah, for sure. That's, That's phenomenal, cool. actually. Yeah, you know, send us all the uh, all the links to send all those links to Blake I, I on, Insta- on Instagram, and I'll I'll post all that stuff to the show notes for this. Obviously, we'll probably buy one. To, can it, will that ship to that ship to America? Oh, it's GameCraft is an American company. Actually. Okay, cool. Yeah, so we might we're probably going to buy that. Yeah. Yeah, that's very so cool. You just you <laughs> ban the link to the the yeah, board game. We'll, we'll figure it all out. Yeah, just send, send me all your links and everything. Oh, I will. About. I will. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, we want to really thank you. This has been awesome. This is uh, we've been looking forward to this. This is really cool. We weren't sure Likewise. like we we're we don't do a whole lot of guests because we're not we're just not really a guest podcast. But we like reach out. We've been to a couple other people and we we're like, I asked Blake. I was like, you think devious would do this? He's like, I don't know. We can just ask. And you like you said you said yes right away. It was very cool. Just narrowing down that time difference. Yeah. Yeah. So uh yeah, we want to thank you for you know spending what an hour and a half with us and working out all this stuff with us. And it was really we think it was really great. So we want to thank you for doing this for us. Me. I, it was more better than I even expected. So yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> we hear we don't hear that too often on this no. podcast. <laughs> I, I, that's surely a lie. This it's been great. All right. All right. Well I'll stop the I'll stop the record and we can we can we can chat for a minute. Thank you.